subdivision just has a nice sound to it, doesn't it? Woodvale. Golden and Weaver, Aller Building Company Builder Incentives currently underway. Some of those homes purchased. If you are in the market for a new home, and by new home, I don't mean just new to you, but new to everyone, brand new, Aller Building Company. Of course, they can lay it all out for you. And you may walk in and say, you know what? I love this style. This really speaks to me. Everything about it says us. Or you may want to do that on your own. It's very simple. Part of the reason so many people don't want to do that. Pick out the color schemes and the fixtures and the sinks and the countertops and the backsplashes because you're traveling all over God's green earth to all these different businesses that specialize in it. Aller Building Company, they have a showroom floor where they bring all those things to one place. So you can do it in one setting or you can do numerous settings, but it's one location. And with the builder incentives in place right now, that can definitely offset for a lot of people the concerns about interest rates. It's a decision for you to make. If you like to swing through the neighborhood, again, the Woodvale subdivision, Golden and Weaver. And if you forget that, don't worry. Just find them on Facebook, and they've got postings. Aller Building Company, O-L-L-E-R. The president of the United States once again on full display before the entire world demonstrating that he's not all mentally there and this at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Uh, if you haven't seen this, it is once again, it has almost become so normal that it doesn't seem as bad as it is. You see it, you're like, I, if he doesn't just fall down and break a bone, it's like, well, I, it could have been worse. Video of the event, which you can see. We'll get it up if you have not seen it yet. And he is you know, sort of ushered along at the ceremony to present or give the wreath. to a, You put it on the stand in, in front of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. So he's given the wreath by a member of the U.S. Army, and then he puts it up there. And it's at this point he just forgets what he's supposed to do. Now, incidentally, what he was supposed to do is not complicated. It wasn't, if you've ever, ever seen the changing of the guard, it is very structured. It is, uh, um, there is a lot to it. That is not what was expected of the president. What at that point was expected of the president was to turn around. And then there are other people standing there, right there, where from which he can and you got Kamala Harris, you got some others that are standing there, and it's just to go stand next to him. It's six feet away, seven feet away. And he starts to do that. Uh, he 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 started he does that and then he 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 I in that six five or six feet of walking forgets. So he turns back around to uh, to the member of the honor guard that's standing there by the reed and just stares at him. Just standing there confused. And I imagine that this probably, what a, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but the, uh, I'm assuming that 
every single step and movement that is made at the you know during the changing of the guard and the laying of the wreath and it, it's all choreographed every every single every single movement and motion is planned out and it is adhered to but here you have this member of the guard that is dealing with the president of the United States standing in front of him confused not knowing what to do next and so what do you do And so he you know, broke out of his normal procedure, if you will, and he, in a motion that is consistent with the rest of the motions, holds his arm out, uh, trying to indicate to the president, you need to go over there, you know, where you were going just 10 seconds ago uh, before you got confused and then wandered back over here. And even at that, you can see the pre- is just he he's just standing there, and I don't know whether or not there was any sort of verbal prompting that was provided him, or if just at some point he recognized when someone is you know pointing, then you go to that place over there, and he turned around and walked over. In the beginning of the presidency. Many people and critics oftentimes would wonder, is this going to be a moment in which Biden is going to say something or do something that demonstrates the symptoms of his mental issues? It no longer is a question as to whether or not that's going to occur. It's rare that it doesn't occur, whether it is telling a story that he's told a thousand times that that has turned out not to be true. Yeah, it's one thing you tell a story over and over again. Uh, you know, if it's true. Like, well, that's a different audience, and uh, this is an appropriate time. And yeah, generally, presidents try not to do that, but Biden does it. But when it's a story that is embarrassing to be told because it's not true, and you continue to do it, that's problematic. He was speaking at some event Friday, and he did that thing where he just broke out and, and was yelling, like that angry yelling uh, for a brief moment. is an outburst of anger. These are all signs. There's a commercial I mentioned last week or the week before for some sort of – it's a service or a drug that has a connection to Alzheimer's. And in the beginning, the commercial, it's, it's geared towards people who have family members that are – showing symptoms of Alzheimer's, and it's listing through them. And, I mean, every single one of them is a checklist of things that Biden does at any given event. Sometimes he does all of them. Confusion, repeating himself over and over again, sudden, unexpected outburst of anger. Think about it, and this is the person that Democrats, they're not at this point saying, okay, yeah, we we get it, and this is kind of dangerous, but you know, just got to get them through another year. They want another four on top of that. You cannot claim that you care about the future of your children when you recognize, aside from the disastrous policies, 
But having this person in charge, when we're dealing with war in the Middle East, we're dealing with, I mean, he's heading over to China this week. I'm sure that's going to go famously. I'm sure he's definitely going to help us avoid any sort of uh, potential disaster with the communist Chinese. I, I mean, in reality, and I, I suppose that in in their minds, well, we'll deal with it. It's it's just a disaster, you know. You think, well, okay, the people that handle him, they know he's not really the one making the decisions and everything. But the people who are making the decisions, policy wise, put us in peril. I don't know what's worse, having people who are up there able to function, but so horrifically wrong when it comes to foreign policy, that they continue to put us in these positions of danger? Or having a guy who doesn't know where he is, who cannot walk five feet, turn around and walk back without getting confused? My gosh. And to think there is an entire political party in this country who is pushing to have that person be president another four years beyond the year that we still have to deal with. Now, of course, I, I, I understand got so many areas of speculation as to, well, they don't, they just want to get him across the finish line and then he's out and then like, what Kamala is it or what, you know, whatever the scenario is. Frankly, I, I don't know that there is some grand plan that they have in place here. I think it's just they have so diminished the availability of any successful elected Democrats that, that, that you can look to and go, oh, look at what they've done. Fantastic. I mean, Gavin Newsom, the guy that everyone recognizes is waiting in the wings is the one country more than any that citizens are leaving because the quality of life has diminished so drastically under his leadership. That's the guy that's the backup plan. When your options are obvious dementia or clear policy failure, those are the two two best options that you've got? Is it really that difficult for Democrats to find someone? That while their policies are obviously not going to be successful, that isn't the extreme result or d- disaster on display and somebody, of course, that's there mentally. Apparently it is. News update, I'm Nick Reed. Good morning, everyone. I'm Angela Luna. A Greene County man charged with shooting someone during a fight is set to go on trial today. Elijah Ballard is accused of getting into an altercation with a man last year at a home southwest of Springfield and escalated to a shooting. The victim had minor injuries, and Ballard is charged with domestic assault. Today, Missouri State University will host a grand opening of their new global education lab. The purpose of the lab is to be a collaborative place for teaching and learning about the world. Once the lab is open... It will host events such as workshops, meetings, and student events. It also houses several grant-funded projects, including the Global Teacher Exchange. The 
grand opening will kick off with a ribbon-cutting ceremony that will take place at 3 p.m. at Hill Hall. Everyone is welcome to attend. From Color 10 Studios, I'm Angela Luna. The first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Mostly sunny, a high of 70 today. Clear 40 tonight, sunny 66 tomorrow. On the American Transmissions talk and text line regarding the latest embarrassing and, and pitiful, it really is pitiful display by President Joe Biden at the Lane of the Reef, Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Horrifying. A chaperoned an honor flight, and they repeatedly stressed not making a scene, talking about the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. Killing our phones, not making any sudden moves, any noises. I feel sorry for Biden. He needs to be gently removed from service, given his library and interstate naming plaque, and a huge goodbye. It's just sad. I mean... The amount of elder abuse we have seen on display, specifically from the Democrat Party, is pretty horrifying. Latest traffic update, I'm Nick Reed. Sarah Myers. Thank you. Avis, the car rental company, if you are looking to hit the road for the holiday season, right now is the perfect time to go ahead and secure that short-term rental before it's too late. And while you're there, if you are in the market to purchase a new vehicle soon, or maybe you are a business owner that is looking to add to your fleet of vehicles, I want to recommend that you talk to all of the fine folks over at Avis about their long-term rental program. Now, the long-term rental program, it has a lot of benefits. Uh, some of them are that you don't have to worry about vehicle maintenance. You don't have any trips to the DMV. And if you get into a vehicle that just is not working out, maybe it doesn't have enough space or maybe you're wanting a little bit more bells and whistles, you can swap out vehicles every couple of months if you wish to do so. Now, uh, if you want more information on the long-term rental program or if you are wanting to go ahead and secure a short-term rental, you can just swing by the Avis store. It's located off of Fort and Sunshine here in Springfield. You can speak to Lauren. And of course, you can find all of the contact information for Avis under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. We played earlier audio of Trump, uh, I believe it was Madison Square Garden UFC event, and he was there. Uh, of course, the crowd overwhelmingly very supportive, and they demonstrated that through cheers of USA and so forth. And uh, With him, Tucker Carlson and Kid Rock, there is going to be a festival you may want to set your calendars, June 28th and 29th in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. And it is going, it's called Rock the Country. Among the artists, Kid Rock, Jason Aldean, and there are others, I'm sure, some of which, which are yet to be determined. We are going to be giving tickets away for this. I don't, we don't have it up yet at ksgf.com, or at least when I pulled up. I know sometimes when I pull up, I have like a website that some, or my access to the website, uh, sometimes I will check it. Just on this, I don't know what it is, if what, what the deal is, but then you'll check it and, and it, it shows by. up for Hold you. On. But it once we have that, it should be up uh, by this time tomorrow. Um, for you to register to win some tickets for that. I believe they're going to have camping available if you want to do that as well. It is a two-day event. Those are the two names that at this point have been booked, Jason Aldean and Kid Rock. 
and uh, and we will have your chance to win tickets to that. It is up at ksgf.com oh, okay. under the homepage slider. We have a lot of things. I know, that but are, look, but look here. Well, I, refresh, I refresh. Okay. So what happens is our little homepage slider. We have a lot of things going on um, right now from like the show us there your best is. shot. Did you just get that? Did you just activate that? Uh, so it was activated, oh. but we're only allowed like five slides. Oh, so you had to move them. Uh-huh, Got so okay, I, cool. I moved it up. Makes so sense. it is up there if you want to register right. to win tickets. Yeah, look at that. Okay. So go to KSGF.com. It is when that uh, home slider, the first one is show us your best shot, where those of you hunting over the weekend, go ahead and submit. Awesome prize from Brad Pistol and Safe Money Radio. Every up or when you upload, that is your submission uh, for the prize. Uh, you can see all the details on that pack that Brad Pistol and Safe Money Radio put together. Then the following one is Rock the Country with, again, um, Jason Aldean, and we should probably put that's who's on there and uh, Kid Rock, but okay. nonetheless, you don't need to. I'll do you it. Know, you you don't I'll need do to. You're going to have Houston do it. I'll do it. Okay. Jen, I, I, Friday, we're at Scramblers doing the show. And there are TVs on display. And when, I, when I get there, Color 10 is on. And then it, it's uh, the 8 o'clock, maybe. At some point, it goes to national coverage, of course. And I see along the bottom, and there's somebody interviewing Trump, and it says, Trump, if reelected, Trump will weaponize DOJ. And I'm thinking, first off, well, that's a very objective presentation by the national media. But secondly, I thought, is this a joke? This is a guy <laughs> that is showing up to court because of over a hundred separate federal indictments by the Biden administration. And with a straight face, the media is warning Americans, you better watch out if Trump gets in there. He's going to use the DOJ to go after his political opposition. These people are psycho. On MSNBC, I kid you not. Jen Psaki, see, they're in panic mode here. They're really beginning to worry. <laughs> you can see it. Jen Psaki said the following on MSNBC, quote, if elected to a second term, Donald Trump would prosecute anyone he deems an enemy, unleash troops on protesters, and essentially unravel the rule of law as we know it. And this time he plans to line his administration with people who will actually help him do it. Oh, you want to talk about the ultimate gaslighting. Prosecute people he deems an enemy? What is the Biden administration? And not incidentally, just Trump or Trump's attorneys and Trump campaign people. But look at how pro-life, pro-life individuals are treated in this country versus terrorists who go around attacking and burning down pregnancy care centers. We have watched over this past year people who wrote something mean on the Internet or happened to be outside the Capitol or even go in the Capitol after being welcomed in by law enforcement, didn't commit any act of violence, getting put away for years in prison, while a Democrat... Uh, uh, ran over 
an 18-year-old Republican, purposefully killing him, admitting it. I forget which state that was in. Because he feared he was a right-wing extremist or a Republican extremist, using verbiage from the Biden administration, and that guy just gets a couple of years. Another Democrat shoots a pro-life elderly woman in the back. And I think he got probation or something. You're seriously going to claim that we need to worry about America under Donald Trump utilizing federal law enforcement to go after political opposition? People like Jensen, it's just amazing. I I know everyone's different, but she's. I think she's got a kid, right? I, I mean, it's amazing to meet people who have kids that I get everyone thinks. I would just think my child is going to grow up knowing that I'm a lying piece of crap. But I, I don't, I suppose people like that don't think these things. Unleash troops on protesters. We watched just a couple of weeks ago pro-Hamas protesters illegally occupy the Capitol. Some fought with law enforcement. Some broke into hearings trying to disrupt it. The exact same thing that some people are sitting in prison for today on January 6th. These individuals did, and not a thing happens to them. The hundreds of individuals that vandalized, caused damage outside the front of the White House, pushing, trying to push past the gates, just a couple of weeks ago, one arrest. And I'm sure that individual will see no serious time whatsoever. And again, the pro-life people in this country... You you try to burn down a pregnancy care center in the name of abortion. No interest in tracking you down whatsoever. But you go into an abortion clinic and pray. That's years in prison, buddy. We can go down the list. Everyone in this country knows. Even Democrats know it. But see, they're fine with it because it benefits them. It's not their people. That go to prison, you know, unless you're Eric Adams and you make the administration look bad. (laughs) Then you find yourself swarmed by FBI agents confiscating your phones and iPads in the middle of the streets of New York. Springfield's Talk 104.1, I'm Nick Reed. The Biden administration is testing a new approach for the campaign and efforts to re-elect Biden. I'll share that next. The American Transmissions talk a text line 447-KSGF. Also, we are on Facebook Live, 1041 Nick Reed. Just seek that out in Facebook, and you can find and watch the show. That video feed sponsored by Springfield Rats. First alert forecast, colors in Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Mostly sunny today, a high of 70. 
Tonight, clear 40, sunshine 66 tomorrow. Sarah Myers. Thank you. One thing that I don't mention about the Pyramid Roofing Company is they are not just a Springfield-focused area. So if you are listening on the outlying areas, maybe St. Clair County and up in that area like Clinton, and you're thinking, oh, well, I hear you guys talk about the Pyramid Roofing Company and I need to do one of those fall roof inspections or maybe I want to have them come out because we've had some hail damage or some wind damage. Uh, The Pyramid Roofing Company, they do go up up in those areas and they also go as far as uh, as Joplin and Branson so if you are out in those areas and you're thinking oh I really would like to have them come out and take a look at my roof the Pyramid Roofing Company they definitely will come out to you. Now it is a good time to go ahead and do those fall roof inspections now whenever you call the Pyramid Roofing Company they will come out they'll get on your roof take tons of photos and videos to show you exactly what is going on with your roof and then they'll work through the process with you maybe you're in a situation where you don't need a whole new roof maybe you need just a simple roof repair. Whatever the case is, the Pyramid Roofing Company has got you covered. Now you can give Josh and his team a call today and you can find all of that contact information for the Pyramid Roofing Company under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. The Biden-Harris campaign is testing a new approach regarding the disastrous failure of the Biden policies and that is, of course, blame Trump. Yeah, it's, I think, just a matter of time before this would be attempted. And I'm surprised it's taken this long. But the the essential idea is that uh, things were so bad under Trump. You can't expect it to be fixed in one term. I remember with the the, the worst recovery ever, during the Obama years, this is something that they trotted out. You got to understand, oh, things were just so bad. Oh, they were just so bad. Republicans have made things so awful. As brilliant as Obama is, as magnificent as he is as a human being, there's only so much he can do. Same thing with Biden, see? The brilliant mastermind that's Biden. It takes a while to clean up a real mess. The Biden-Harris campaign communication director argued that a, quote, brick wall of MAGA extremism has contributed to Americans struggling financially. You having more of your own money, your dollar being worth more, all of those MAGA-era bonuses and raises for historic levels, it was so burdensome, so burdensome. A time limit? On, like, how long they can go until they can stop blaming Trump for everything? Um, no. I, I mean, <laughs> I guess when somebody else new comes along to blame, I mean, uh, they, 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 this is what they consistently do. What This is something else that they do. And whenever things were going so fantastic under Trump, and Trump would brag about it, obviously— Democrats would oftentimes say that it was, oh no, these are the Biden poli- or the the Obama policies that are kicking in. This is the twisted world that they live in when actual effective policies are put into place by a Republican administration when they are. And the economy responds in a positive fashion. See Democrats can never go Oh, gosh, that makes things better. 
we should not only do that, but figure out how to enhance it. They claim, no, that we did that. Uh, it just takes a while for it to catch up, that's all. Then when they get into office and they begin to destroy things and things get worse, as we have clearly seen. Oh, it's not our fault. You got to understand. Oh, no, these are the leftover policies from the other guy. So all of the bad things that happen during Democrat administrations are the result of it's just, it's just it just took a while for the policies of the Republican administration. It's just all delayed all the time, constantly. The it's, um, Biden campaign official Michael Tyler told CNN's Victor Blackwell, that's precisely why we need another four years to continue to finish the job, right? I think it's important, too, that the president, of course, wants to get all this done, but we have to be honest about the brick wall of MAGA extremism that we continue to run into when we're trying to get things done for the American people. Tyler was responding to a question regarding how President Biden had previously said Americans shouldn't be forced to work two jobs in order to stay afloat and above the poverty line. Oopsie daisies. Oopsie daisies. Yeah, see, some of these criticisms of the Trump administration, which hilariously weren't even accurate, are coming back to bite the Biden people because they are accurate today. You see, when everything was going so well during the Trump years, Democrats, they set out in order to try and you know get Biden into the White House to tell you, no, they're not that good. Uh, oh, it's just we need to see uh, Main Street benefit, not Wall Street. They kept they kept pushing that, that it was the Wall Street fat cats that benefited under Donald Trump. Uh, and so whenever these positive economic numbers were coming out as a, a indicator of how we were all doing, they would go out there and try to tell you as middle class Americans, no, it's really not that great. And, and you know, some people bought into that, even though they were doing better. And this is what tends to happen when things are going well. You don't realize that they can change so easily. We see this on a grander scale outside of policy. Uh, I've seen, and many of you have probably seen the comments notating that, you know, young people today, they don't realize that freedom is something that was fought for. It, it doesn't just come naturally and organically. And if you don't continue to be proactive in making sure freedoms and liberties and prosperities are part of your culture, then they will go away. It is one of the problems we see with so many younger people who have had things handed to them. They think that, and, and you see it in the minimum wage thing all the time, well, I should get paid more for not doing much. There's this just belief that all of these things simply exist for the taking naturally it's like a giant apple tree with with endless apples on it and well yeah i should get some of those they don't they don't understand that all of the things that are here that we have in the united states that oftentimes you don't find in other countries was because of very deliberate efforts and we had 
and we've seen this before, Americans get very accustomed to things going wonderful and 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 they detach from the recognition that the the policies of this administration resulted in these things. And so when things are going really well, they're more likely to vote on personality traits, to vote off of rhetoric, because they don't understand that having somebody come into office and undoing what was done will also undo the results. And that's what we're seeing occur. But the Biden administration, they went around and they were trying to convince Americans it's not that great and claiming, remember Ocasio-Cortez claiming at one point that the reason the unemployment rate was so low is because people were working two jobs, which that's not how that works um, at all. But now the fake reality that they were claiming existed during the Trump years to tell you how bad it was, they've actually made that a reality. And so some of those comments that were made by the Biden campaign during the Trump years are coming back to haunt because it's an actual real thing that's occurring now. So all they can do is claim, well, you know, it takes a long time to clean up. I mean, we're left such a and And of course, the MAGA extremists are doing everything to prevent us from getting done what needs to be done. And Republicans just need to remind them, hey, you've controlled everything for quite a, you know, the, the damage, the damage, the legislation that you did get through that's caused this damage. We had, hey, you had full reign. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Biden all getting together, that Inflation Reduction Act, all of these, these policies. We wish Republicans should be out there. We, yeah, we wish we could have stopped those things, but we weren't in charge. American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447 KSGF, a traffic update. I'm Nick Reed. Let's go to Corbin in Springfield on the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. Welcome, Corbin. Uh, you know, the thing kind of gets me is you, you got some of these really special, stupid people, though that will actually believe that, oh, yeah, Trump did cause this at the end of the day. And, and, it, and, and that's the thing that, that really, really bothers me, is that the fact that they hate that man so much that they'll believe it. And, yeah, they'll go out and they'll vote Democrat. And, the, you know, kind of getting back to what you were saying about the Republicans, uh, Vivek made a very, very good point in the debate last Wednesday, is – we're so used to losing that it's you know it, it's a, it's just like a part of life. It's one of those things that that we just go on and and we go yay we're in second place. Isn't this great? It, it, no, no, guys, it sucks. Being yeah. in second place sucks at the end of the day. <laughs> and you, you you know you you were talking about all these little liberals uh, nowadays, all these little liberal kids you know that that are screaming. Allah Akbar and, you know, let's burn down a building and things like that. You know, I'm sure whenever you were growing up, and, and I know whenever I was growing up, whenever I did something bad, my parents would take me and I'd get something called an ass whipping. And you know what? After I got one or two of those, I pretty much quit doing whatever 
bad thing it was I was doing. And we got away from that. And well, you know, well now don't, you don't want to do that because you're going to hurt somebody's feelings or anything else like that. Uh, boys, boys and girls, that's what you get whenever you're caring more about feelings and things like that than disciplining your kids. It, you, know, you, know, you all went through this grand experiment. How well did it work at the end of the day? You know, there are a couple of, of things um, off of, of what you said, and Corbin, thanks for the call. I, I, you talk about Vivek's comments and Republicans losing. And I've, I, I, I know it to be true that for some of these Republicans, they would rather be in second place and in charge of the party than in first place with Trump in charge of the party. In other words, they're not in charge of it. So people like, and I, I cannot stress enough that I mean this. I'm not simply trying to illustrate a point. Mitch McConnell, I can guarantee you, is much happier with the position of Republicans in the Senate today than he was when Republicans controlled the Senate under Trump. Same for Mitt Romney. Same for Susan Susan Collins and and Murkowski and a whole handful of other Republicans. If they secretly had a magic wand and were able to put Trump back in charge and get the Senate or... Trump not be in charge and they stay in the minority, I can all but guarantee you they would decide to stay in the minority because they're still in charge. Maybe not of the Senate, but of, of you know what's going on under their authority. So some of them do not mind second place. A very long time ago, Newt Gingrich, I believe he was speaking at a CPAC event. And he was talking about when he first got elected to Congress. And it was, at that point, Republicans were in the minority and had been in the minority for a very, very, very long time. And part of the freshman orientation he talked about was was telling them, listen, you're in the minority. That's just the way it is. And, and it was tempering their expectations, essentially letting them know, don't expect too much. Don't try to get a bunch of stuff done. We are in the minority. And he talked just about how disappointing that was. And uh, that began his, if I remember correctly, his sort of uh, journey, if you will, of no, it doesn't have to be that way. But Republicans do get that defeatist attitude. This is one of the great frustrations that... uh, I think a lot of Republican voters have. They watch the Democrats, and the Democrats, they essentially know no bounds. It doesn't matter how unrealistic it seems. They will fight, 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 fight until it eventually happens. And they don't worry about, well, we may lose an election because of this. Now, that doesn't mean that they don't come election time lie about what they're doing, but they don't change what they're doing in terms of these vast goals they have simply because they're afraid it's going to hurt them. A perfect example is government-run health care. They tried it with Hillary Care, and it was a horrific disaster. It was largely 
blamed for the massive losses that Democrats, including Newt Gingrich's contract with America, all of that was seen because they were just pushed too hard and, and socialized medicine was just too much and it scared people away from Democrats. Did that stop them? Hell no, it didn't. That's why we have Obamacare today. Look at how they fight for these, even though a vast majority of people are opposed to forever destroying physically and emotionally children when it comes to this transgender stuff and and separating kids from their family and pushing pornography in in elementary school libraries do they do they ever let up nope they sure don't republicans don't do they're so timid Look at how they react when abortion doesn't go their way. Oh, my God, we better stop. Why is it that the Democrat Party is more convicted? They have greater convictions when it comes to pushing pornography in schools and getting kids to get sex change operations than the Republican establishment is when it comes to abortion. Or you could just even look at the abortion issue itself. And we keep being told in Missouri, well, we don't have to worry about it. You know, Missouri's more pro-life and, and well, the pro-abortion people, they outspent 12 to 1 or 10 to 1, the pro-life people in Ohio. Yeah, that's because Republicans don't fight as hard on that issue as Democrats. Democrats are much more passionate about being able to kill babies than Republicans demonstrate they are about not having them killed, about protecting them from being killed. And this is one of the reasons, incidentally, I'm not that confident that Missouri will not end up with abortion enshrined in the Constitution because I don't think the establishment wants to make a huge fight over it. And we're going into an election year, and they're going to be so worried. Well, look what happened in Ohio. Look what happened over here. Every state where it comes up, Republicans lose, and we don't love babies that much. I mean, we love them when we can fundraise off their dead bodies, but if it means losing elections, well... There's a reason that the pro-abortion people have 10 to $1 to spend. I, I keep hearing that. Well, it's because they spent more money. Yeah, they did. <laughs> so are Republicans going to step it up? Or are they, when it comes to abortion, comfortable being in second place? Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. The American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. Who does California blame for its hellscape? Republicans still. I mean, they do. I, you, they blame. It, it's never their fault. I, during one of the shows last week, talked about how we should just stop, or I've stopped. I'm not going to tell you what to do. These Democrats that live in cities in which they vote generation after de generation for the exact same people with the same policies, but then complain about crime. They complain about education. They complain about inflation. They, they, you know, it's like, you know what? Shut up. You are choosing this. You have lost the right to complain. You and I, you, you may know these people in life. They constant. They are their own worst enemy. You know, maybe they rack up all their credit cards. They live paycheck to paycheck, and then complain about not having any money. Well, yeah, because you have created that scenario. 
And there, there, there is, it's not just as Corbin who called in earlier. Yes, there is the, we hate Trump component, but there is a human component in which it's rationalization. It is difficult for people, particularly if they have been so adamant about believing one thing to admit that they've been wrong all that time. Uh, there have been all sorts of studies on this. Um, and, and, you know, just demonstrates that people, even when they are presented with the fact that when it came to a certain issue, they were absolutely wrong or a certain stance or position, they will become even more loyal to that belief because of a desire to protect themselves from admitting that they were wrong and being embarrassed because they, they told others who were right that they were wrong. And that's what you see with these Democrat voters in these cities. Where th- you, you look at it and you go, why, <laughs> why do you continue to make things worse? And they just do. We've got news in 60 seconds. I'm Nick.